Welcome to the Lead with Levity podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Walker, and I have a very serious question for you today. It's five o'clock on a Friday. Do you know where your sense of humor is? Do y'all remember that commercial back in the 90s or 2000s? I can't remember when it was, but it was like, it's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? <laughs> like, they were all about scaring us back then. I had a conversation with a New York Times reporter recently, and it was good. It was about levity. But it was not about levity at work. It was about, hey, how can we help people cultivate this in their personal lives? Which is something that I don't always think about, but it was a fun thought exercise for me. And I'd love to get some feedback on this because these are developing ideas. I've been working on how do I make this concept of levity portable and simple, easy to remember, So one thing is is this concept of full, fullness. How full is your cup? So levity is a moment that is amusing, it's uplifting, it's light, it's full. You know, you feel full. So I would ask you to ask yourself, are you actually participating in life in a way that You can create these joyful experiences for yourself and for others. I have three questions for you to see if you need more levity in your life. Question number one, am I taking this moment too seriously? Even in the most serious, serious situations, there's usually a silver lining and a silly lining in there, especially when we make mistakes especially when things go wrong. That's what comedy is all about, to be able to take something that was really rough, a rough situation, to play with that, to put it into perspective, and to find the funny in it. So am I taking this moment too seriously? Question number two, does this lift me up or pull me down? Take a moment to reflect on that. What you're doing right now, is it lifting you up in some way? Or is it pulling you down? Even entertainment and things that we feel are entertaining can pull us down, can take us into dark places, can make us feel drained and bad and icky. So think about that. What am I doing right now? Is it helping me achieve my goals? Is it helping me feel better in some way? If it's not, let's talk about reframing that. Let's talk about getting out of that situation. The third question is, do I welcome or resist opportunities to be silly? The opportunities will come. I promise you they will. (laughs) And when those opportunities show up, how do you greet them? Do you close the door or do you you open it and, and say, hmm, that, that, that's funny. I'm going to appreciate that. Whether you share it with anyone else or not, do you allow yourself to appreciate first, participate second, and enjoy those moments? So those are my three questions that I'm playing with. You know, how full is your cup? And full stands for fun, uplifting, and light. The questions are, am I taking this moment too seriously? Does this lift me up or pull me down? And do I welcome or resist opportunities to be silly? And if you are answering no, 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 no (laughs) to these questions, then we need to work on building up practices into your routine so that it becomes a habit. So again, send me some feedback. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. And if there's anything that helps you, let me know. 
let me know because it might help others as well. It's time for a sneak peek. Sneak peek, sneak peek. Humor can be a very powerful thing. Humor has the power to heal. It has the power to bring people together and bridge those gaps between people. But then, you know, if you say something that offends, it has the power to crush careers. And now on with the show. When you're feeling the pressure, take a moment to step back, pick up your marbles and choose to lead with levity. Join us on the Lead with Levity podcast for fireside chats that will fill your bucket and help you get back to being the leader you were meant to be. Now here's your host, Dr. Heather Walker. Welcome to the Lead with Levity podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Walker, and I am so happy and grateful that you are here listening today. We typically talk about ways that you can create a fun, safe, and supportive place to work. But today we're going to talk about something else, something different, which is okay too. (laughs) I recently had a conversation with a reporter for the New York Times, and I'm happy to say that I was quoted in an article. It's called When Everything is Heavy, A Touch of Humor Can Help by Carolyn Todd. And I just wanted to say that. I'm like dancing over here, whoop, 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 whoop. It's nice. It's nice. And I took the time (laughs) to do something that I hear you're never supposed to do. I read the comments. I read the hundred plus comments. (laughs) I got lost in the comments. And Uh, it's very interesting because, you know, I watch YouTube videos and things like that sometimes. And and sometimes I get kind of interested in what's going on in the comment section because people are all over the place. Sometimes they're talking about the video and sometimes they're talking about something completely different. Some people are on there advertising whatever it is they're doing. So it can it can get like wild, wild west in the comments. So you're not supposed to look at the comments And it was really interesting to look at comments about an article that is about a topic that's near and dear to my heart. And true to form, these comments were entertaining, they were enlightening, they were interesting. So first of all, the article was about basically giving you some ideas about the power of humor, the power of levity what you can do as a person to bring more joyful moments into your life. And so in that sense, it's designed to be a good thing for you. And what I loved, what I absolutely loved about the comments is there were a few different themes in there. So we had people talking about their their spouses and their partners and how, yes, you know, levity is important, humor is important, and I married someone who is funny, and that's not only keeping me alive, but that's the glue that holds us together in our relationship. <laughs> so if if you have a boring spouse, and some people were talking about that too, which was really interesting. I'm like, how, how are you going to put your, your partner on blast like that? <laughs> in a very public way with your name on it. Like my my partner is boring, 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 but thankfully I've got 
I've got kids who are hilarious. And then, you know, someone will reply back to that, like, ditch ditch the partner because at some point those kids are going to grow up, they're going to move out of the house, and you're going to be stuck with Mr. Boring. And I thought, what? That is amazing. So, so yeah, there were comments about how humor can really help your relationship, which was cool, and I can totally attest to that. You know, you want to have a, you want to have a good, you want to feel good in life. Life is short. It feels long sometimes, but it's really not that long in the grand scheme of time, the space-time continuum, right? In, In the grand scheme of infinity, which if any of you have watched the Netflix show Infinity, you know what I'm talking about. Life is short and long. And it's important to enjoy as many moments as you can. And someone actually made a comment. I'm going to go through some of these comments because some of them are really good. Someone made a comment about life's too short to pay your time or money to feel awful. And I agree with that. And there are plenty of opportunities to find the funny in whatever is happening in your day, whatever it is. Speaking of that... Some of the comments, some of the people were referring to how they bring humor into really dark, really serious situations, situations that most people would consider serious and depressing and all of that. You know, cancer diagnosis, chemotherapy, funerals, on your deathbed, cracking jokes. And one of the stories that I thought was really powerful is this person named Fox who said, absolutely nothing breaks me these days. When I had a heart attack, I was in the hospital for a week before they could perform surgery because there was some kind of underlying bacterial infection. So imagine heart attack and you're in the hospital for a week And you still need to get surgery for your heart, right? So their heart stopped four times and had to be chemically restarted four times. And Fox said, the first time I made peace with the gods, I held the hand of my my girlfriend at the time, made a point too to say my then girlfriend, (laughs) in in case my heart stopped and didn't come back online. But by the fourth time, before the nurse gave me the injection, she asked if I had any questions. And I said, just one. Will you still respect me in the morning? And that brought the house down. And Fox said, if you can crack a joke when you're playing ding dong at death's door, you can survive anything. And laughter truly is the best medicine, especially when it comes from one's whole self. So... I believe in the power of a good story and our lives. We live on when people remember us and remember our stories. So I'm sharing a couple of the stories that I found particularly meaningful. Of course, Fox is still alive and survived all of the sort of trauma of having their heart chemically restarted multiple times, which is amazing that you could still keep your sense of humor in a situation like that. Someone else who had a cancer diagnosis, Ella, said, when I got a cancer diagnosis, I asked my doctor, okay, where's my sudden weight loss then? You know, and it made it made the doctor laugh. And Ella said, you know, thankfully, I, I recovered nicely. 
but to be able to bring out the humor in that moment really helped her through that situation. And in addition to cancer and funerals and all of that stuff, people were also talking about fear and being afraid of of speaking up, being afraid of being themselves, which I found really interesting. And I've heard that I've heard that over the years, honestly. So the idea is that I find things funny and I have opinions, but when I speak them, <laughs> I might offend someone. I might I might actually get canceled, if you will, and I might offend someone. And that's a really interesting perspective because the people who are saying these things have then said, so I don't do it anymore. You know, I've decided to just be serious and I've decided to close myself off and I've decided to not enjoy those moments around other people. And I think that's a tragedy. You know, there are ways to engage in humor. And yes, there may be some times when you say something or do something that requires an apology, (laughs) especially if you care about the other person and and you've offended someone. But to take a whole stance that I, I am not going to participate anymore, that robs you of the opportunity to grow. Because one aspect of participating and expressing yourself is being able to read the room, right? And to see, okay, what might be funny to this person that I'm talking to or this group of people? What might be received in a positive way? And if I just say, well, I'm not going to participate. And you can't see me right now, but I'm, I'm crossing my arms you can probably even feel that I'm crossing my arms. I'm not going to participate in that. I'm I'm above that. Well, guess what? You're you're no longer allowing yourself to flex that muscle and and to get stronger in that area and to become a more effective communicator, right? So, I think there's a risk there when it comes to your communication skills, but then also you're not getting the benefits right? You're not getting the benefits. So that is something else that I saw in the comments that I thought was really interesting. And I wanted to point that out. I know there are other reasons why people don't participate. And I've been sort of thinking about that lately after I read it. And some someone on my team said, you know, Heather, I've, I looked at the comments and some people are really scared. They're scared to practice humor. They don't know if they're doing it right. And I said, don't know if you're doing it right. What does that, what does that look like? What does that mean? What are you afraid of? Is it a fear of being judged? Is it a fear that you're going to look silly and you'll lose some level of status and stature in other people's eyes? Or that there's a fear that others will reject you and they're going to look at you and go, that's not that's not funny. You're not funny. And, and I don't want to be around you. So is it is it a sense of, I don't have confidence in my ability to do these things? Or is it a situation where you want to belong? 
And you're afraid that if you fully show all of these aspects of yourself and you get creative about the way you see the world and you share that with someone else, that they're going to reject you. Is it, is it that? So I've been thinking about those things, y'all. That's the kind of stuff that I think about in my spare time. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on this as well, because it's not something that it has gone away. And I know that some comedians have even talked about this as well, where stand-up comics feel like they can't necessarily fully share what they're thinking about because they're concerned that it's going to affect them. I would say, you know, it might affect them in really profound ways where they're worried about their livelihood and not being able to have opportunities because of their use of humor. So humor, it's, it's interesting. Humor can be a very powerful thing. Humor has the power to heal. It has the power to bring people together and bridge those gaps between people. But then, you know, if you say something that offends, it has the power to crush careers, right? Humor, there, there's often a hint of truth in a joke. And so that's one reason why I love humor. I absolutely do. But I tend to focus more on the levity side of it because of negative or insidious aspect of humor where it could be self-deprecating or it could be really dark or it could be um, really mean, mean-spirited even. That's something that is the dark side of humor. And with anything that is powerful, you have to wield it responsibly, right? Okay, so I just found the quote that I was talking about. Let's see. I believe this quote came from someone named Adriana. And Adriana said, I used to speak my mind and be funny all the time. I miss it. I find myself editing and being more careful now, which is important, but we can't forget that some of the lightest and funniest moments happen spontaneously. Maybe it's worth the risk within reason. And Adriana, I just want to encourage you and I want to encourage anyone else out there who's feeling like they've they've had to put a, an aspect of themselves away and hide it away. I encourage you to dust it off, <laughs> bring it back out and practice and practice, practice reading the room. Practice in small ways, see how what you're saying is received by others, and understand that in some ways, you know, it's a skill, in some ways, it's an art. And yes, it is absolutely worth the risk because guess what? If you show up as your full self, you give other people the permission to do that as well. And Eventually, you're going to find someone who matches you word for word, (laughs) matches your energy, and it's just a perfect fit. And you're going to find someone that you can truly enjoy those silly, amazing, wild and out there jokes that you have. Adriana, I can only imagine what's going on in your mind, (laughs) but I'm sure that there's someone else out there who is vibing with you. 
And if you don't go out and you don't show that side of yourself, you're never going to find that person. That's guaranteed. So I, I love you all. And I hope that you have a wonderful week. This is what I want you to practice this week. Instead of worrying about what other people are going to think, I want you to practice expressing your, your humor. And I want you to practice cultivating and supporting your own sense of humor. Give yourself the permission to find the funny in whatever circumstance you're in this week. That's my challenge to you. And my challenge to you is to take the feedback and see it as an opportunity to grow your skill set when it comes to communicating and expressing that with other people, right? So it's one thing to be in a room by yourself laughing at your own jokes, and it's completely different to do that in a room full of people. But I want you to start to to test that, and I want you to, in little ways, so that you can get that feedback, so that you can start to grow and expand what you're able to do and your sense of what is going to work with different audiences, because that's the only way that we get better. That's the only way that we grow, right? Iron sharpens iron. So get out there, practice your sense of humor. Allow yourself to have a sense of humor this week. See where it takes you. And if you haven't already, please take a moment and submit a review for this podcast on Apple iTunes. I think Apple iTunes is like the the biggest review site, but if there are others that you use, please submit a review. I haven't asked for that in a while, and I know that it's something that I need to start asking for. So again, thank you for your time today. I hope that you enjoy your week, and I look forward to hearing about your just what happens when you allow yourself to participate fully in all the funny moments that come your way this week. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Lead with Levity podcast. To get resources mentioned in this episode and find out what we're all about, check us out at leadwithlevity.com.